Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with Got Your Six Coffee, Get Up Nation's official coffee company of 2019. As the creator and host of Get Up Nation podcast, I am committed to developing and sustaining resilience in individuals, organizations, and societies. In Get Up Nation's pursuit of resilience, how often do we gather around cups of coffee as we share our lives with our closest friends and family? Coffee is community, right? How often does a cup of coffee help sustain us through long nights and wake us at dawn? How often does coffee keep us vigilant and productive, fulfilling our duties and responsibilities? maximizing our focus and awareness as we pursue our passions. It is often a staple of returning us to normalcy after challenges have suddenly created a new normal for us after loss. That's why I partnered with Eric Hadley, the CEO and founder of Got Your Six Coffee, a veteran committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused the necessity of coffee with his passion public service. Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at www.gotyoursixcoffee.com. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your sex, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country? Welcome to episode 61 of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with David Yates, the CEO of Clearwater Marine Aquarium in Clearwater, Florida. David leads this organization that preserves our environment while inspiring the human spirit through leadership in the rescue, rehabilitation, and release of marine life, environmental education, research, and conservation. David also co-produced the film Dolphin Tale that inspires entire generations with the story of how the staff at Clearwater Marine Aquarium rescued and rehabilitated an injured dolphin named Winter. He is also the executive producer of Dolphin Tale 2 and the writer of the documentary called Winter the Dolphin That Can. While Major League Baseball fans of the Philadelphia Phillies flock to Clearwater, Florida, during spring training and get an early look at how the team is preparing for the baseball season, people flock to Clearwater Marine Aquarium year-round to find inspiration 
and comfort in the presence of human beings and marine life inhabiting our earth together to overcome adversity. David, thank you for taking time to speak with me and inspire Get Up Nation with the amazing work you and your staff do here at Clearwater, Florida. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. The Clearwater Marine Aquarium is a 501c3 organization. Your website, seawinter.com, describes the aquarium as fundamentally a hospital for sick and injured marine life. We rescue and rehabilitate injured and ill animals with the aim of releasing them back into their natural habitat. When this isn't possible, we provide long-term residential care. What led you to dedicate your time, energy, and attention to serving people and marine life in this way? Yeah, it's a great question. So I've been here for 13 years, uh, almost, almost to the week, as a matter of fact. I started 13 years ago in February. And uh, we'd raised our kids coming here in the 90s. We have four kids. They're now grown, but they were young at the time. So we'd come to Clearwater Marine Aquarium a number of times. And we knew it well. And uh, we loved the work, uh, so I we kind of loved it. Kind of got to know it from that perspective before I came to work here. And I heard in 2000, late 2005 they had some financial trouble, and they were looking for somebody to come and do a turnaround and kind of get it back on its feet. I see. And uh, one of my kids, who uh, is a big animal lover, said, "You better take that job, man." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's why I'm here. But no, I love the work, and uh, and the mission is amazing. You, you described our mission. It's about really it's about the environment, marine animals, and the work and the kids we work with and wounded mm -hmm. soldiers. So we have the human side, the animal side, the environment side. And those three are just a great marriage as far as how the works here at, at Clearwater Marine Aquarium. So I, I love it, love the people, love the animals, just really can't beat it. Oh, that's amazing. And at the Get Up Nation podcast, we focus on helping individuals, organizations, and societies develop resilience. When I encountered your organization, I knew I wanted to share your amazing work immediately. I wanted to share what you do with Get Up Nation because of how you help not only marine life, but people in the process. Yeah. And on your website, it reads, our inspiration is the work we do to save animals the strength of our animals to overcome monumental obstacles, and the lives we change. What we have realized through winter is that our mission does so much more than rescue animals. It saves the lives of the people they touch. They connect, they give to us, they inspire. For those who have not seen the film Dolphin Tail or Dolphin Tail 2, will you give a, just a brief synopsis of how the world came in contact with winter and how this story has impacted the world? Sure. It's really an amazing story. So winter arrived almost exactly when I did back in two th early 2006. So she and I arrived at almost the exact same time. Hmm. And I'm watching her go through what she went through. She lost her tail, nearly died so many times. was not expected to live. We were advised to euthanize her the night we got her, hmm. so not doing well medically. We got to watch her just overcome all these obstacles, and she's going to die, then she didn't, she's going to die, then she didn't. Day after day after day, hmm. I was just amazed at how she refused to give up in her fighting right. spirit. You just don't see that too often in animals, right? Yeah. So I said, I need to go tell that story. So following, I used to be the CEO of the Ironman Triathlon Company mm -hmm. back in the 90s. So I used my media contacts. I was telling her story. Went around the world and in every country. We were on every major news outlet for many years. And that, and that led to Hollywood saying, hey, this is a pretty cool story. Can yeah. we talk about this? Right. So uh, our partners at Alcon Entertainment, who are now dear friends, we sat mm -hmm. down and we paved the way for Dolphin Tail, which took almost four years to make initially. Mm -hmm. Um, between writing and hiring and, and, and production, all those things. Dolphin Tail 2 was about two years. But the, the real basis for the stories of the movies and, is Winner's real life and what she's done, not just what she did herself, but how she inspires people. Hmm. And, and since we've had the Winner arrive here, we've had literally, and I mean this, hundreds of thousands of individuals going through a life struggle. These are generally kids going through and fill in the blank, chemotherapy, getting a prostate arm or leg, having cystic fibrosis, being on the autism spectrum, being burned survivors, you name that, some major medical issue. And they saw Winner go through what she went through and said, you know what, I can make, I can get through this. We get letters all the time, thousands of letters, emails, calls, visits every month. 
telling us how a life was changed because of that. So when you can go out and take an animal story like this of an animal and rescue the animal and have her life story change the lives of kids, and this happens to us literally every five minutes. We do Make-A-Wish visits literally every day. So when you have that combination of saving an animal that, that nobody else could help, that we had to help, and that animal story then saves the lives of kids, and wounded soldiers we work with, that's pretty cool. It's powerful to see the inspirational stories you share on the website. Like you said, children who are dealing with limb loss, limb difference, autism, spectrum disorders, yeah. and other differences, they find solace, awe, joy, and some much-needed laughter in the presence of these animals. It's also amazing to see the veterans who are dealing with limb loss, traumatic stress, and Gold Star families who have lost loved ones during military service. Right. They react powerfully to the presence of winter and hope. How much satisfaction does that bring to you and your staff every day as you get these waves yeah. of letters yeah. and, and, and see it unfolding on their faces here? Yeah. No, it, it gets emotionally even talking about it. I mean, we've had, we've literally had thousands and thousands of kids. And they walk in the door every day, some we don't even know about until they mm -hmm. get here. Um, and I get the emails and calls and visits. So we get to actually personally connect with these families. And it's hard to describe. It's not just, it's the quantity and the quality. It's the, the numbers, it's been, again, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, literally over the years. But then the quality of what they tell us. And I can sit here and tell you stories for decades of kids I've had the privilege of working with. And these are kids, literally, that are sitting in hospital beds and, and, and refuse to work with the doctors and watched Dolphin Tale, heard about the movie, saw Winter's Story, said, you know what, I'm going to now work with my doctors. I can get through this. Yeah. We hear that every day. Wow. We have parents tell us, you're, you're Dolphin story save my daughter's life or kids life. literally and that's how they say it so when you get the privilege of doing that every day uh it, this is like I, i've been here 13 years and i've had a lot of people say why have you not left to go do you know maybe run a hollywood studio or something like that sure. my, my normal response is well first of all i get up in the morning i get to oversee a team that rescues marine life which is just yeah. that's just cool right. come on it's cool Absolutely. Yeah. Dollars, right? Yeah. right then we get to take those stories and work with kids and wounded soldiers every day and change their lives and give them hope that they didn't have hope. Yeah. And I get a paycheck, so what was your question? <laughs> so, so for right. our whole team, it's just, you know, when you get a chance to, to, to you know, have that inspiration going every yeah. day, that's just, it's just one of a kind in that yeah. sense. And the Human Animal Bond Research Institute has found that interactions between animals and people with post-traumatic stress experience yeah. decreased depression, anxiety, loneliness, and isolation during animal uh, human interactions. They enhance social support and general well-being. They alter the tendency of those with mental health challenges to focus negatively on themselves. Instead, it helps people become more involved in their environment and help manage their long-term health conditions. What is it about these animals in these moments that opens something powerful within ill and injured people that oftentimes they can't do on their own? You know what it is? It's, it's what, I, what every mom tells me. It's a connection. They make a connection. I'll give you a brief story. A young, young boy named Levi uh, if you watch Dolphin Tale, Dolphin Tale 2, we have a young boy named Sawyer in the movie. And it's a boy named Levi who's kind of that in real life. He's on the autism spectrum. When I first met him when he was about eight years old, he was uh, um, not doing well. He didn't, wouldn't dialogue with anybody, wouldn't talk to his family, stayed in his room by himself. His mom basically said he spends all of his day in a fetal position on the floor, disconnected on the, on the autism spectrum, had never made a connection, wouldn't hug his mom, and just really tough stuff. And she said she heard about Winter's story from a friend and, and decided to bring him here. She thought he'll never come, he'll never, he, won't, he won't, even leave, won't even get in a car, he'll stay at home, didn't want to leave at all. He won't make the trip. Brought him here and she said he, and she tells a story on a documentary also, and she said that just, that he made a connection that day by being near Winter that he never had before. 
it totally turned his life around. He began working with his family, began opening up, not afraid of his pets anymore, began, began going to doing homeschooling things, began going places with his family he never done, had never done before, started coming back here on a regular basis. And now he is, is eight years later, he, and when I first met him, he wouldn't look me in the eye. Now he's like a second son. He comes back now and volunteers here wow. at CMA as a way to give back. He said, CMA and winter changed my life. I'm here to give back. So that's what we experience literally every day here at Clearwater Marine Aquarium. You value the experiences and sacrifice of veterans as well. We've talked about yes. that a little bit. As you serve to create and maintain a healthy environment and marine life, why do you invest so much of your time and energy to serve those who have served? Oh, well, you know, I'll tell you a brief story again. In 2007, I got a letter in the mail to Winter. Of course, she doesn't read her mail. I, I read her mail, right? So, <laughs> and it was from a, a veteran support team over the James P. Haley VA in Tampa. And they said, hey, Winter, we heard just kind of a cute letter. We heard your story. We don't, we're all amputees. We lost a limb, but you're going to be fine. You do great. So I called them up and said, hey, who are you guys? And I got to know them. So I set up and I said, listen, if, if soldiers, wounded soldiers are connecting to Winter's story, let's start a program here. So I'm working with two VAs, have been for years, Bay Pines and St. Pete. And then James P. Haley in Tampa, I said, bring your soul, anytime you have a soldier who needs inspiration, bring him in. So they come in on a routine basis, and the first one I brought was a, a guy named Sergeant Russ Merrick. Um, had nearly died in Iraq. He was a tank commander. They hit an IED. His two buddies died instantly. He almost died. Severe injuries was, it was in uh, uh, Walter Reed, 52 days in a coma. Then came to Tampa. He has major TBI traumatic brain injuries. Brought him here. And uh, long story short, came in with his mom, and he couldn't talk, couldn't walk very well. We, we told him Winter's story, put him down the platform. He got to see Winter the Dolphin, everything she was going through. She was getting a prosthetic tail. He was getting a prosthetic leg. And he just connected to her. His mom literally told me he was suicidal at that point, mm. which is happens a lot with veterans. Mm -hmm. And she said, this literally changed my son's life. Mm -hmm. And he, now he comes back and brings other wounded soldiers back himself. Nice. Today, he's very active, lives in his own home. He's an inspirational speaker himself. Mm -hmm. He skydives. Amazing. So it's just neat to see a little story about a dolphin changes the lives of wounded soldiers. We didn't know that would happen, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Dolphins are remarkable creatures. They're often affectionately called the angels of the sea. We're often mystified by their playfulness as they create bubble rings or the toroidal bubbles. Correct. Their acrobatics, They're their great. intelligence. People love to experience them here at the aquarium. What other animals are here that people can experience, whether by webcam, on your website, or by a visit here? Yeah, so we re we're on call to rescue any marine life in the area that needs rescue, no matter what the species is. The ones we bring back here for rehabilitation are dolphins, as you mentioned, sea turtles, and North American river otters. We're also working on manatees now. Mm. But, uh, but what's funny is people love dolphins. It's amazing how many people come and say, we love your turtles. Because yeah. er yeah. again, every animal we have is a rescued, non-releasable turtle. Mm. The only animals we keep here or ones that won't survive back in the wild. So you all have a great rescue story. So winter's the best known rescue story, but every animal has an amazing rescue story as to why they're here, what happened, and why we're caring for them. So turtles people love, but also the otters are just too cute. <laughs> now, I tell people they're yeah. in, the, in the wild, be careful. They can take your finger off in okay. five seconds, but okay. they're cute. They're basically <laughs> dolphins, turtles, and the, all the turtles we have are either endangered or threatened species also. Yeah. So very unique in that sense. Yeah. Our turtles don't have the personality the dolphins have per se, but they're just great animals. So yeah. we featured a turtle story in Dolphin Tale too, just so our guests can see that. I see. As a former combat medic in the United States Army and a 
civilian first responder, I'm particularly moved by the rescue missions that you perform. Uh, your, your team responds to sick, injured, and deceased marine animals reported along the west coast of Florida in Pinellas, Hillsboro, Hernando, Pasco, Citrus, and Levi counties. I, mean, I don't know if I'm pronouncing them correctly, but your team consists of specially trained personnel, including staff biologists, veterinarians, interns, volunteers, in coordination with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and local marine life or rescue organizations to provide quick and efficient response to ensure proper treatment and transportation of all distressed marine life. Will you share some about this program and provide any guidance to anyone who encounters stranded or distressed marine life? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, we're on call, like you said, on those counties, which means 24 hours a day, any animal rescue that comes up, we go out and we have volunteers throughout all the counties. We have almost 800 volunteers that help us throughout the year at one time or another. So if a call comes in, and normally it's the public seeing something. So what we what request the public do is, is if you see something, call us and go to our website and uh, and call our stranding line. It's very simple to find, mm -hmm. or call the Coast Guard if you have to. The calls will eventually wind around to us. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what we do rescue-wise is not us seeing something first; it's the public seeing something. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, they can call our number at 727-441-1790, again, 727-441-1790, and get the stranding line and call us. And, uh, and we're expanding our, our reach as time goes on. We used to do one county, now we do multiple counties, as you said. And we're doing that because some of these counties do not have anybody in that area rescuing marine life. So for us, it's a great passion. It's a very organized process. Uh, it's, it's very uh, a lot of protocols and how we do things, and, and again, we're rescuing any animal for any need whatsoever. And they're the ones, that, again, that we bring back here for rehabilitation, as I mentioned, are turtles, dolphins, and river otters. We're adding manatees to the mix in about 30 days, by the way. No so kidding. We'll be having huh. those pretty soon. Big animals. Well, yeah. They eat a lot, and they, uh, <laughs> and, and they poop a lot, too. So. <laughs> so we have to be ready for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have a YouTube channel that shares these rescues, and so it looks like you're in season two of this, this series, and so people can check that out as well. Wow. Yeah, we have a, yeah we have a web series, a couple of web series. One's called Rescue Clearwater, and we also have a Facebook show series. We've done a couple of series on also that kind of goes behind the scenes to show how we do. How do you rescue a dolphin? How do you rescue a sea turtle? What's the process you go through? Who are the people? How do we do this? Mm -hmm. So they want to learn about us. They can go on YouTube and our Rescue Clearwater web series, or on our Facebook page and see mm -hmm. short episodes of how we do this work. It's pretty cool. Amazing. Now you're expanding. Your vision is to become the global leader in connecting people to marine life and the environment, and you're making that reality each day. You've just experienced the busiest sea turtle rehabilitation year ever and need more space for this work. Your research is growing into increased effectiveness when it comes to saving the lives of marine animals and protecting the environment. You're trying to meet the needs of tens of thousands of children and yeah. wounded soldiers who have bonded with winter and other rescue animals. You're striving to educate the next generation on marine and environmental conservation, and you're creating more and more compelling educational experiences for families. How can people help you achieve your objectives? Yeah, as you said, so let me back up. The building we're in right now was donated by the city of Clearwater back in 1978. So it's hmm. a small building. It used to be the water treatment plant for Clearwater. Hmm. Fairly small building. So we've been out of space for a number of years. So the expansion we're doing right now, it's a $71 million expansion mm -hmm. we're doing today. It is about halfway through. We're still trying to raise money that people can go on our website at seawinter.com to help out. But the goal is to do really basically three things. Make more room for animals, which mm -hmm. is obviously we need more space for. Mm -hmm. We've actually turned animals away in the past due to lack of space. Mm -hmm. And then more room for our guests. We're involved in education, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So we have the animal side. We have the human education inspiration side. Then we have more room for cars. We didn't have a parking garage before. So we're really expanding right now. And our work is doing great, but we've literally turned animals away in the past because of lack mm -hmm. of space. This new building will allow us to have have almost unlimited space for what we think we need in the next 10-15 years for the animal care side. 
plus education. We're big about when you come visit us, we want you to learn something, be mm -hmm. inspired about marine life, the environment. So we want you to come see the animals we care for and how we care for them, but also learn something in the process to be a better caretaker of the environment on your end. So the expansion will allow us to do all that much, much better. You rely on the generous donations of your visitors in the global community. You offer boat tours, experiences where children can experience dolphins, sharks, stingrays, otters, pelicans, and pufferfish. You offer daily tickets, annual memberships, camps, animal adoptions, dolphin plaques and pavers, and the Animal Care Fund that designates every dollar toward the direct care of animals. How do all of these opportunities help marine life in the wild and those who are receiving long-term care at Clearwater Marine Aquarium develop and sustain the resilience they need in order to thrive? Yeah, great question. So again, any animal we rescue, as I mentioned before, the goal is we call it rescue, rehab, and release. The goal is to do the rescue, do the rehab process, that's the hospital aspect, and then release it back into the wild if it will survive back in the wild. If it has some reason it will not, we keep, we keep it here. So the whole rehab process is designed to let's get this animal well and get it back in its natural habitat so it can thrive in the wild. Uh, the animals we have do not have Medicare, they don't have insurance, <laughs> they don't have Obamacare, so, so they're not paying patients. So we have to care for this ourselves, and, and, I, and caring for dolphins and sea turtles is, is very expensive. Um, but we spare no expense because we want to do it the right way. So if somebody comes and visits us, or they buy a t-shirt, or they go online and donate, whatever it is, that money helps us do what we're doing right now and care for more and more animals and, and have the right space. If you go back, you know, I think you know, 13 years ago when I was asked to, to be here initially, we had to rebuild CMA's life support structure for animals. We mm. kind of rebuilt the hospital aspect. So now we're state-of-the-art in everything we do. We do x-rays at CMA, for mm. example, on our turtles. Mm. We had to pay for all that. So, but, uh, but any, anything anybody does to help us by even showing up buying a ticket helps pay for the work we do here. It also provides a platform for education at the same time. For educators that want to inspire children and students, uh, you welcome field trips, camps, on-site programs, industry educational programs, and also custom remote broadcasts. Yeah. Will you share more about the ways uh, that people who want to be inspired by this work uh, can access this, especially those who do not live anywhere near Clearwater? Yeah, sure. Uh, there's a number of ways. We, we've tried to make, we, we try to be very good at telling our story and mm -hmm. making platforms where people can kind of watch what we do. We mentioned the YouTube series. Mm -hmm. We mentioned the Facebook series. We do a lot of media. Our website is the best place. Our mm -hmm. website has a, everything about us. Right. It has all the educational opportunities, videos about our work. We have online curriculum for teachers that can download themselves anywhere Excellent. in the world to use that. Excellent. Well, we learned a long time ago, if you take an issue, a, a, a science issue, whatever, whatever the issue is you're trying to teach as a teacher, it could be math, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. But basically, science, to be very clear, to a large extent. And you put an animal's face on that, it's amazing how kids love to learn. So we take a winter story. We take some of our turtle, individual turtle stories. And we use them to teach a subject for kids. It's amazing how they pay attention and learn. So our website is the best place to go to. It's seawinter.com. And if you're a teacher or a homeschool parent or a Girl Scout troop, we have information for you on there and what you can do. But you can learn all about what we do, watch all kinds of videos, but also learn how we can help you teach in the process. David, I always end the show with six quick questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick sure. questions with me? Who are you thankful for today? Uh, I'm thankful, I say, for our volunteers here at Clearwater Media Aquarium. Again, we have hundreds of volunteers that spend thousands of hours helping us do our work. We would not be around without their help. Hmm. Now that we covered who you're thankful for, what are you thankful for today? I am thankful for the community that's allowing us to do this work. Again, we can't do this. The city's got behind us, the county, the state. So the community allowing us to get behind our work. You can't do this on your own. It does take a village in that sense. So just the community support we have 
again, just like our volunteers, we wouldn't be around without that. So. All right. And how do you fuel the fire within you as you do this work? Well, it's not hard. You know, again, when you get out and you get to rescue me life and, and work with kids, literally, I'm, I'm going to go from here to work with the family a little bit here today. Yeah. Uh, when you get a chance to do that, it is, if I can't light my fire that way, i got a problem. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. Right. And what is one thing adversity has taught you to value? So, and we've had a lot of adversity here in the early days at CMA, but what I learned early in my life also is, is if you have, if you know you can accomplish something, simply don't give up the vision, don't give up the dream, and don't let those maybe a little bit naysayers stop you. People said we couldn't rescue winner. They said put her down the first night, you could, right. and you can't make a tale for it. They kept telling us we couldn't do these things. But my point is, is when you believe in something, don't give up the dream. And what is Clearwater Marine Aquarium doing today? You never thought it could. Uh, I would say reaching tens of millions every month in every country of the world. You know, we're a small place in Clearwater, Florida. Um, you can drive past it and miss us sometimes. Uh, the expansion will make a little bit of difference on that. <laughs> but uh, we're reaching, we've really reached billion, literally billions with a B of people over the years. That's been pretty cool. And what will Clearwater Marine Aquarium do tomorrow? That you never thought it could. Well, I think I think what we're going to do tomorrow is is we'll expand into take our work and go around the world beyond the four walls of CMA. So you watch us next three or four years. We're known for doing work in this area. You'll see us doing work in, in, in nearly every country of the world at some point from the real life rescue perspective. Outstanding. How can people learn more about you and the Clearwater Marine Aquarium? Best thing is go to seawinner.com, our website sewinner.com. I'd say watch the dolphin tail movies. They're very inspiring. Also, they kind of tell our story, but those are the two best ways. Thank you, David Yates at Clearwater Marine Aquarium, sharing with Get Up Nation your journey of service that impacts our entire earth. Get Up Nation, ignore the naysayers. Pursue the pleasure of your dreams relentlessly until we all enjoy the splendor of who you are.